clear your mind and climb the tower. Hi everyone, this is Rowan Odom. Today, we're pleased to showcase The Tower, an ambient, experimental audio fiction which combines a concept album and the mystery and drama of a young woman's journey of self-discovery. Join Kiri as she forsakes the hustle and bustle of the modern world and ascends a seemingly infinite tower. Along the way, she will witness sights and sounds which will challenge her very being and have deeply personal conversations with friends and family on oddly convenient phones left on the tower. Immersive and contemplative, the tower lays out an experience that is touching and dramatic in turn, inspired by the works of Ryuichi Sakamoto and evoking introspective adventures like Celeste. You can find The Tower wherever you get your podcasts, or as an ad-free album on their Bandcamp, tincanaudio.bandcamp.com. Part 1, 2, and 3 are available now, with Part 4 coming soon. Hello, I'm Cody Michael Carmichael, and you're about to be listening to the amazing podcast Syntax, which probably means you're smart, charming, and have great taste. And maybe you're interested in scientists discovering and doing cool things, or you'd like to be one. If that's the case, you should come check out BroadlyEpi.com, where I teach the science of epidemiology, programming, provide summaries of the most recent research, have some software tools available, and a lot more. If you're interested in renting a scientist, well, we have that option too. BroadlyEpi.com, epidemiology, broadly speaking. Hello listeners, this is Ty Vaughn, writer for Syntax and voice of Silas Caldwell. I'm thrilled to showcase our sponsors, the exceptional creative software suite, World Anvil. World Anvil is the one-stop shop for tabletop gamers, fantasy and sci-fi authors, or world-building enthusiasts who just can't wait to start getting some thoughts down. This is far from just a wiki editor. They have a number of tools and features available, including world-building templates, an RPG campaign manager, a novel writing and publishing tool, interactive map builders, timeline builders, and more. Your vast web of outlines, character plots, and family trees has a home waiting on World Anvil. Check out the full features using the link below or by visiting worldanvil.com. Subscribe using the promo code in the description of this episode and you'll get 51% off an annual subscription, and you'll be directly supporting the creation of TSP Network shows. Thanks in advance for checking it out. Hi everyone, Rowan Odom here. We're pleased to showcase The White Vault, a horror podcast set in the frigid darkness of the Arctic Circle. Follow the adventures of an international rescue and repair team investigating a mysterious signal while navigating the treacherous nature of the polar nightmare they find themselves in. Worst of all, they find they may not be as isolated as they think. Fans of Syntax will love this indie series created by a two-person team. The show balances fictional elements with painstaking scientific, linguistic, oral, and cultural precision and details. The science team hail from all across the globe, a multilingual and multidisciplinary team dealing with their findings as best they can. Filled with masterly crafted foley that places you in the moment with polar bears, howling icy winds, and more. 
Find The White Vault however you listen to podcasts, or find out more about the show at thewhitevault.com. Subscribe now and delve the waiting horrors. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Return to me. There is so much more to give. Mortality rushes to meet you. Good. The recorder seems to be in working order. <sighs> My name is Silas Caldwell, and I've just been hired as a linguist for Vincula, a biotech firm. Strange that they'd be interested in the services of a linguist at all. Yes, it's as confusing to me as anyone I've cared to talk about it with. Not even mentioning the truly bizarre interview I had with Vincula. Everything about this company has made me suspicious of their intentions. However, they are well established in their field of business and at least aren't a fake company here to harvest my organs. I think. They've made a number of minor breakthroughs in pharmacology and trade on the stock market. For all my exhaustive research, they appear a legitimate business. Still. What do they want with a linguist, of all things? At any rate, I thought it prudent to have some record of my time here, especially on my first entry. I'm willing to see this through to the point I wake up in a tub of ice with some stitches on my backside, at least, but I'm making damn sure I've got something to show I'm at least a touch foresightful about all this. Not that there's much I can do about anything in particular past that point. Here's the door now. Here goes.
Absolutely nothing. Ah, Mr. Colwell. I see you've arrived in one piece. I'll show you to the lab. Let's get you settled, hmm? Yes, sir. Let's do that. And it's cold, well. As I'm sure you've seen, our facility is quite expansive. For this location specifically, we have a large laboratory hosting the object itself, what we at Vincula refer to as the breach, as well as independent offices and laboratories for other studies. You'll have your own office, as we suspect you'll spend much of your time there. The... Uh, was it breach? Is that what I meant to study? All in due time, Mr. Caldwell. Now, follow behind me. Here it is. Impressive, isn't it? We took great care in transporting it here. So watch your step. Right. It looks like a... Nautilus shell? And huge. It's interesting and not like any type of structure I've seen before, but should you not have a geologist for this? It's just a big rock. The outside isn't what you're here to inspect. Well, go on. What? Surely you don't mean I'm supposed to go in there. That's exactly what I mean. Miss Foe, I'm sure you recall our interview we had not long ago. Is this altogether required? I remember our conversation perfectly, Mr. Caldwell. Let me offer you reassurance then in the interest of saving us all some time here. We've examined the interior of the structure quite thoroughly and have lost exactly zero personnel thus far. While you might find the inside somewhat disconcerting, it is imperative you see the contents for yourself and I've been instructed to ensure you do so ASAP. Hmm. Well then, it's not that large, I suppose. <clears throat> Shouldn't take me very long either. Be back in a bit. Get to it, and I'll see you in a moment. Hell, it's pitch black inside. Good thing Miss Vo cared so much for my mental well-being. Doesn't seem like it could go too far, though. Let's see. I think I should have had to start crawling at this point. The exterior looked like it fed into itself and gradually got smaller, but somehow I'm still walking upright normally. I should have bumped my head by now. Can't see more than a foot or so, even with my cell phone, but... Wait a moment. There's something here. Hmm. It seems to be some sort of shelf jutting out from the wall. What? What is this? This looks man-made. Carved out of the breach's own wall, but for, for what purpose? Oh. Oh, this symbol... What is that? I don't recognize it. I... I'm not sure what language this is, but it must be what Miss Vogue wanted me to see. Did I really have to come in myself? Wouldn't a picture have sufficed? I suppose I'll do it myself. Let's get a 
photo of you for posterity, shall we? Hopefully the flash was enough to pick it up. I should go a bit further, see if there may be any other symbols. Wait, I can see light up ahead. Like it's the exit, but... Enjoy the trip. What? But I swore I was, on, I was only going forward. Surely I didn't get turned around so quickly. Correct, Mr. Caldwell. Now you see why it's been named the Breach. It seems to defy its logical end. The entryway you went through seems to lead into a hallway, only to bring you right back to the beginning. It's what they call a sort of universal route. I see you must have found the reason for your being here. I... yes. I assume you're referring to the sigil around the midpoint on the ledge. Yes, I uh, saw it and... Something you have no earthly idea about? It did appear unfamiliar. That is simply to say, I might not have seen much research on it to date. Where did you say you acquired this again? I didn't actually say, but an archaeological site. Supposedly some newly formed island in the Pacific Ocean, if I recall. It was deemed significant for our scientific research. And here it is. Significant is the understatement of the decade, if not the century. You said previously there was more. The rest of the materials will be in your office. Let's move on. Your office will be the one nearest the main laboratory, since you'll most likely be needing to visit frequently. There's also accommodations in your apartment, in case the need to take work home arises. Here we are. This is your office. Should be suitable enough. Vincula provided an assortment of books and research papers regarding dead and ancient languages, and we'll be able to provide you with more. Within reason. And of course, a desk equipped with a computer for further research. I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt I'll need a coffee pot in here. I promise not to make too many demands after that, however. Mm-hmm. We did accommodate you with access to the archival lab, just through this door, and it is well monitored. This room is also climate controlled and is equipped with magnification tools and different light sources. And the first thing we're requesting you study is this. This book is the main reason Vincula decided to bring you in. Without it, there wouldn't be much to go off of at all. Our research suggests the documents to be carbon dated at around a thousand years old. And as such, it is extremely delicate. That old? Remarkably good condition, considering its erstwhile briny resting place? Vincula didn't find it in the same place as the breach, if that's what you're hinting at. Well then, where? Was it dug up in Europe? South America? The Middle East, perhaps? This could be crucial information for the translation that I'll need as for- As far as we know, it was a private collector of some sort. Where it came from prior to that is unknown. I see. Well, that is truly unfortunate. Just glancing at the first page then. Is this a K? 
Arcadian. I don't believe I've seen something so well preserved for this language before. Uh, let me see. Mr. Caldwell, the gloves. I'm aware, Miss Foe. This latter portion, however, is certainly not Akkadian. I know Akkadian isn't logged very well. The last recorded use is around 100 CE. Well, it was, unless this is the real deal at more like 1000 CE. These other symbols don't resemble Akkadian at all. Two strikingly different writings in the same book, not to mention, it appears as though the cover is missing, and maybe even some pages- And that is precisely what we need you for, Mr. Caldwell. Vincula believes the Akkadian to be a translation of the language on the other pages, but I'm sure you can see that the first portion of the book is missing. We're hoping to gain some insight as to what we've collected. Or were we too hopeful in your candidacy? No, I'm fully competent in whatever translation- Perfect. Now there's a few more pieces you'll need. I'm a linguist, not a miracle worker, Miss Foe. These stones are similar to the breach in their material. The unfamiliar language is also on these, but that's the only conclusion that we've been able to surmise. Since you're going to ask, the stones were obtained from a variety of sources, private collections and museums and the like. Vincula is still looking for more, just in case. Wonderful. I'm a geologist now. Your expectations for me deepen at every turn. <sighs> but yes, I see how they seem to be made of the same stony material, and... Are these more sigils stenciled onto the bands? Wonderful. Since you're aware of your tasks, I'll be expecting a full log of daily activities and finds, along with any important updates delivered promptly. For now, I'll leave you to your own devices. And please be careful with the artifacts. I'll retrieve you at the end of your workday to show you your living arrangements. <sighs> That's that then. <laughs> Talk about a whirlwind tour. I'm having trouble grasping the scale of what has just transpired. And why, why am I just as mystified now as I was when I first walked into this building? <sighs> Let's see. I explored a physics-defying object that could just be a trick, but is pretty damn convincing. Got shown a supposedly ancient text containing the most well-preserved example of Akkadian script completely out of place for its purported time period. Akkadian in 1000 CE? I mean, really? And there's some language at the back of the book that's either too obscure for me to remember off the top of my head, or is some monk's private shorthand he didn't bother sharing with the rest of the world, or an elaborate fake again, perhaps. Who knows what, really. But how it ends up matching the symbol I found in the breach, which, by the way, just happens to come fresh scraped off the bottom of the ocean. Oh yeah, and a bunch of rocks that look like the same stone as the breach with metallic bands and more scribbles on the bands. Just in case this wasn't expansive enough of a collection already. It's a lot to take in, and I'm not getting paid to just stand around pondering it. Time to do some light reading. <clears throat>
April 5th, 2021 report for Miss Vo. Silas Caldwell with a summary of day one of translation work. I have confirmed the Akkadian roots of the first part of the book and found nothing to correlate with the latter portion's language. Quite possibly a homebrew language. It is bound by an unmarked sheet of leather, although there are two sets of apparent damage. The binding of the book is frayed, and the front cover itself is Why the original text is in Akkadian, of all things, a language that predates medieval Europe by another thousand years A land of cold, clean water, high mountains, clear skies. Our troubles are left behind. Our crops grow without blight. Our children play in the streets. Where once was only dirt and grass, now houses rise for our families. Unknown word. For our knowledge, and life is good again. A translator's note. The next passage seems to occur after a break. An unknown amount of time has passed in the narrative. Some catastrophe befell the writer's people. Resuming translation. A great trial was held for an esteemed tribesman. Their behavior was aloof, foolish, absent-minded. The defendant could not provide adequate answers for their behavior. Laziness? Translator's note. It seems the court proceedings had trouble bringing serious charges against the person in question. There seems to be a combination of position, their rank or office, and another factor I'm having trouble understanding. Something about not being themselves? Perhaps afflicted with a type of mental illness. There are forms here in the unknown language isolate which may give greater complexity. But sadly, they are poorly used in the Akkadian here. Resuming translation. The trial culminated in a search of the accused's household, but the results never became known to us. Panic grips our tribe. Rumors abound and spread like fire in a dry field. Tales of stacks of bodies. A house full of music and death. Few had returned to tell the tale of the search, and many of us started to disappear from that day forward. Strangers wearing masks, shaped like former friends and family, stalked the streets. Wailing became the song of our city. Few of us now remain. We must find the stone. We must yearn for a stone? <sighs> well, that's enough for one day. Even the Akkadian translation is difficult. The words have transformed subtly in a hundred ways. There are little jots added and forms missing. It's like a new dialect, but one they tried to keep alive. I... Why did they even bother in the first place? I can't shake the feeling this might end up being a practical joke. I hate to have wasted all this time. I can't stop thinking about it.
April 11th, 2021 Linguistics Report. This translation was more dense than I'd imagined, especially... I think I found something particularly important, though. Yes, right here. Anzanunzu in Akkadian. It's the word for a body of water, usually subterranean, but there's modifiers here. Large. Marks the border. Oceanic, maybe? I believe my line of thinking and translations are correct. Anzanunzu is being used here for saltwater, specifically. Not only that, it seems to line up with the rune on the shelf. I did have to go take another trip to look at it inside, just to be sure. I'm not sure why, but the rune was barely visible from my phone's picture. Not enough exposure. I'm positive I had my flash on, but uh, no matter now. Now, I took a look at those stones in the archival laboratory, and there, that, that same rune was repeated multiple times on one of the stones, scrawled across one of the metallic bands that's clamped on the rock. This has to mean, if I'm right, that it seems like the stone... Superb. Throw the linguist into the darkness and see what happens. Marvelous premise for an experiment. Once again, I've found myself in the breach. After presenting my findings to Miss Vo, she concurred with the evidence and then insisted on having me traverse the breach with a matching rune stone and a bottle of salt water. I'd have thought Vincula would have had someone specifically for this purpose. Turns out they did, and he was me. <sighs> Things I'm doing to put food in Vox's belly. Ledge's still there. Yes, I was hoping it had mysteriously disappeared, as a matter of fact. <sighs> Miss Bo wants me to just set the stone here. The preach already behaves oddly. Is this really likely to accomplish- ah! What just... The sigil. Uh, the saltwater sigil. It's lit up now. A pale blue color. Where's this light coming from? And what was that sound? I should go and report this to Miss Vo. No. No, not quite yet. I want to... I want to... Alright. Stone on the ledge. Bottle next to stone. Well, doesn't look like anything else is happening. And I don't see any other changes to the breach or stone, other than the lit up rune. But... I feel there's more. There should be more. This hopefully won't ruin the artifact, but, well, there's records of the stone in my office. What is this feeling? Something dances on the edge of my vision, shapes in the darkness. 
When I glance to look, they are not. There is only the stone and the light within. Light of unbounding worlds. Where are these thoughts coming from? I... I can hear sounds. Roaring, screeches, screams. When I strain to listen, they are not. A book, a story, told only in my mind. I want it to be. Ah! ah! was alarming. Maybe now's a great time to go make my report. What's that smell? It's earthy and that breeze. That was definitely not there before. Did, did pouring some water on that stone alter the breach? Great Day, they're going to expect me to do something about this. The draft does seem to be coming from further in. That shouldn't be possible. That should just lead me back around to the entrance, right? Draft is picking up a bit. Something's definitely changed. I should be back in the dead air of the lab, but there's an enticing freshness. Some kind of quality I can't quite put my finger on here. Feels like I'm about to... I... What is this place? It, it's not Vincula, it's... I don't know. The breach is right behind me, but it's like a huge redwood forest. The trunks of the trees are massive. I can't even see the end of some. It's... it's real. I can feel the grass beneath my fingers. I can smell the wet earth. Where the hell am I? Did it transport me somewhere? Where on earth could I be? It's still a little dim here. Is the sun just starting to come up? It was after lunch when I left. Am I in a different time zone? Whoa! I don't think I've ever heard birds like that. What were those? This is... This is incredible! I wonder... Should I try to scout the surroundings? It's a little warmer here, a bit sticky. I wasn't quite prepared for this sort of trek. What was... Is there someone... Is there someone there? Oh. Oh no. 
There's something. Something is coming. Silas, Block the you... breach. You check the breach. Make sure nothing else is. Mrs. Dawson, you really don't have to do that. I'm perfectly able to take care of some dirty dishes. Oh, hush now, Silas. You've had a rough time of it today, and as the residence manager at Vincula, it's my job to keep this place tidy. Oh, I see you already got that recorder of yours on. Does that mean I'll get to hear your story after all? <sighs> I think I will tell you what happened after all. Miss Vo impressed upon me the need for secrecy as Vincula tries to make sense of my little discovery. But you work for Vincula too, so I'm choosing to interpret it as not including you. <laughs> How wonderful. Well, don't mind me. Take your time, darling. Oh, precious kitten. He's already worried enough for the both of us and so well behaved. <laughs> Not to worry, my friend. Not to worry. I don't think there's anything after us. Not now, anyway. <sighs> so, I went back into the breach today. Took a risk and brought this very recorder in with me. Good chance I was going to get caught and it was never going to see the light of day. <laughs> I wasn't sure I'd be seeing the light of day again, either, for that matter. I made a bit of a breakthrough on the language isolate today and thought I had figured out a particular point linking all these disparate items together. I mean, the breach, the stones, the book, all these seemingly unrelated things bound by one mysterious language. Wait, I don't think I figured it out. Based on what happened, I know I did. I... I rarely get a chance to just know I'm right very often, Mrs. Dawson. I'm glad you found the silver lining, and I'm sure it's thrilling to have figured it out, Silas. Well, not sure I really cared for the experience much. <sighs> Alright, getting to the best of my remembrance then. I had taken the Link Stone, but that's what Vincula's decided to call them now to Miss Vo, and I explained how I thought the sigil on the breach ledge and on one of this particular stone's metal bands matched, and that the word meant salt water. Felt rather proud of myself at the time. If I'd known just how harsh the landing was going to be off of my findings, I might have kicked the stone down the nearest gutter. And of course, she explained that I should take the stone and some salt water into the breach immediately made it clear my employment was contingent on my obedience. I know they say cowards die a thousand times and all that, but you know there is such a thing as, I don't know, passing these findings off to exploration professionals? <sighs> well, I made a snap decision and decided to go in anyway. I've come this far, and I feel supremely wasteful to leave this whole adventure now. I found the same interior as my previous visit but I did note the presence of an indentation on the strange ledge and placed the stone on it, as per Miss Vo's instructions. And the rune upon the ledge lit up. A ghostly blue. It, it, it's hard to pin down precisely, but it was like a color on the edge of the spectrum. Not quite all there, I think, is the best way I can describe it. Like part of my eyes couldn't pick it up, but I'm 
entirely unsure how I'd be aware of knowing I wasn't seeing all of it. Something you couldn't quite see, hmm? This sounds a bit frightening. Yes. Now, for the part that really befuddles me, why did I even feel compelled to pour the salt water on the stone? I think I... <laughs> I think I even thought to say, maybe now would be a great time to go back and just report the lit up rune. And then I just didn't. I took a precious artifact and dunked it in one of Earth's naturally most corrosive materials. I would never have done anything remotely like that, ordinarily, and I still can't quite believe the whole sequence of events that followed. Don't, don't push yourself, darling. You could stop any time. Shh, it's alright. It's alright. I'm certain I'll be alright. Well, then I felt a sudden shift in pressure. Like what had been an enclosed space was suddenly and somewhat violently opened wide. A gust blew through the breach, and I... Once again, I made an impulsive decision. This one, at least, I feel responsible for. I decided to continue down toward the new sense. Oh, the smells! Totally different from the lab, or even outside here at Vincula. It was... it was completely new to me. I think I've certainly smelled something similar, but it was fresh. It was vibrant and positively alive with a little hints of earthiness and grass and minerality. I emerged, but rather than being in the lab at all, I was standing in the midst of a tangle of roots which gave way to a clearing in, in a forest. A huge forest. It, it stretched out in all directions, seemingly forever. And the trees were enormous. I know about redwoods, I've seen them on documentaries and such, but I was getting dizzy just trying to look up high enough to see the tops. I think I would have just sort of stumbled about and gazed in awe for a bit had I not been so rudely interrupted. I... I'm still am unsure of what I saw. I don't really know if I really saw anything, but that sound... Something heavy and growing louder, like something was stepping toward me urgently, rushing at me. I had to... I had to let instinct take over, more or less. That awful feeling of being chased, I... never had experienced something like that before. I ran back through the breach, just bolted back, through the roots of the tree and into that yawning hole where safety might be found. Thankfully, I did re-emerge inside Vincula's lab. If I hadn't been trying in a somewhat desperate manner to escape from the lab, I might have stopped long enough to give Miss Vo a piece of my mind, along with my resignation. Does that mean you're leaving us? And so soon? Just between us two, I don't think I could hardly blame you if you did leave. But goodness. Miss Vo had to do a little coaxing in the aftermath. I'll admit I was not quite conversational after my venture, but I... I went somewhere new today. Somewhere I'd never been. Possibly, pending Binkula's inquiries, somewhere no one's been. It still feels unreal to me. 
Miss Vo was able to independently confirm with some other employees that the breach does have a way through now, but only when the link stone is placed on the indent made for it on the ledge and salt water is applied. Oh, right. The stone. They had to pry the link stone out of my hands. I didn't realize I had grabbed it on the way out. I stood in my office, hands trembling, just kind of staring at it, and then handed it back over to a calm but stern Miss Vo. Whatever feeling possessed me to pour the water on it, feels like, like I was beckoned to do so. <sighs> I'll just have to admit for now, I'm not quite sure I can make heads or tails of any of it. I am no physicist, no quantum theorist, not even a biologist. This will have to do is my best recollection of events, and simply that. I did... I did decide not to quit, Mrs. Dawson. Miss Vo, at least, promised I'd never have to go back into the breach. <sighs> That's a relief, at least. Oh, good. And... I am whole, it seems? Healthy in body and and mind. A little shaken is all, I think. And I can't help but be at least a little excited to have been teleported. Well, not really. Perhaps transported? I have no idea how it could possibly work yet. And neither does Vincula. But what I saw excited me. And it was due in large part to the strides I made in translation. And that gives me reason reason to want to know more and press on i'm always glad to listen to your stories darling as long as you don't reckon you'll get in trouble from the powers that be <laughs> i'd hate for you to get put out on your rear looks like my rear belongs to vincula for a while at any rate if you're not in a rush we could put on some tea and hear one of your stories how do you take your tea Syntax is a podcast by Twin Strangers Productions and is licensed under an attribution share alike 4.0 international license. Today's episode was directed and produced by Stella Odom and written by Ty Vaughn. Silas Caldwell is played by Ty Vaughn. June Dawson is played by Renee Helsel. Miss Evelyn Vaux is played by Kyla Crockett. Additional voices and sounds provided by Gage Odom. Listen to other episodes. Find our social media links and make donations by visiting syntaxpodcast.com. Rate us on iTunes and Google Podcast and follow us on Spotify. Tweet us at TwinStrangersP with your burning questions and engage with fellow listeners on our subreddit, r slash syntaxpod. Thanks for listening. you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.